Yeah, and it it shows how like tunnel vision and narrow minded we've all been told to to be. You know, like just stay here and stay in your own little box and don't cause any disruption. But mm -hmm. that takes away from being a human. Mm -hmm. We're here to feel every, you know, to live on that spectrum and have a different journey. And human design is really cool that it 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 really gives a clear picture of how different we all are, but it also gives a picture of how great we are together. Welcome to the Deeper Awareness Podcast, where we delve into the depths of our inner selves, uncovering authenticity and transformation. Join us for enlightening conversations on breathwork, self-discovery, and the profound journey within. I'm your host, Josh Perry, joined by the delightful Hannah Oxley. Let's begin. Hey, it's Hannah, and I wanted to welcome you to this week's episode of Deeper Awareness, where we sat down with one of my favorite people, Karen Sullivan. Karen is a human design reader local to my hometown in Massachusetts. I met her at a business mastermind group about a year ago. Befriending Karen has completely changed my life in the best way possible. I did not know anything about human design until I met her, and now that I know how I am designed, I am able to look at life from a different perspective. I give myself grace and I trust my intuition more than I ever have. Her readings have had such an impact on all areas of my life, which is why I can't wait for all of our listeners to experience her wisdom. So without further ado, the lovely Karen Sullivan. Welcome to Deepening Awareness. Our guest, Karen. Karen Sullivan. Hi. I'm nervous. This is my first podcast. <laughs> We're very new too, so do not worry. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about human design and or how you found it? I'll I guess I'll first say Karen and I met each other at a mastermind and our friendship is one of the best things I got out of that. It was wonderful. Um and yeah, her guidance and knowledge of about human design has just been so beneficial not just to me, but to like my business, like as I'm growing my business, like to know when to, you know, you know, work really hard or when to relax, which for me, which we'll get into with different, um, different types. But for me, it's like, I have to just sit back and be that magnet, which is such a different way to retrain your brain. Cause you mm. think you have to go, go, go in order to be successful. But so it's been, to channel my magnetic energy has been really beneficial, like so much, so much so. So good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That's <laughs> kind of the point. No, it's this, it's how to describe it in a short time. It's tricky, but it's a whole kind. Con- Josh, have you heard of human design before? Do you know anything about it? So it's. Yeah, I, I've done a little bit of digging on my own but i don't know anybody that's like an expert so this is cool cool so do you know your chart because uh, i just looked through that yeah 
I did do like the free chart thing. And then I was like, oh, this is going to take me down a massive rabbit hole. And I, so I know yeah. this much. I, I know a little bit. <laughs> I know. And I've been studying it for years and I still only know. <laughs> it's, it's very complex, but it's also very simple and can be as light as you want it to be or as deep as you, it's, and that's kind of one of the great parts of it. It's, it's so adaptable, but it's just, it's basic, it's a system, it's an energetic system, and it, it's a combination of um, these ancient modalities that have been used for thousands of years, astrology, the I Ching, the chakra system, and um, the Kabbalah, along with all this other cool stuff. But those are like the four main systems, and it pulls, what it does is it, like, those systems are so intense and beautiful and complicated and just like, I mean, you could st spend a lifetime studying all of them and um, never know everything. And so this just kind of pulls the, not the main parts, but like certain parts of each system and throws it into that body graph chart. And so all of those different lines and symbols and numbers are all pulled from the different sim um, systems, like those four. And so it just allows you to really get a, an idea of your own energy, how your energy works, how your energy moves, um, and how you connect with other people. And it also allows you to understand yourself in this like really detailed way, because we've all been kind of like blanketed, you know, in the same way to like exist. And we're all very different. So it's, it's taking away what's been what we've been told to be and allowing us just to be hmm. i like to think about it so that's good yeah and but are Josh, there are there process. oh you yeah no go, go ahead go ahead i well, was just saying i looked up his chart and i was like oh he's good he's got a lot going on <laughs> oh i'm so excited <laughs> i just have a quick question because i always forget are there four different main types oh yeah um there's well there's five technically, um, but two are very similar. So sometimes you'll see them kind of like thrown in the same category, but there's a manifester, there's um, a generator and manifesting generator, and then a projector reflector. Right. So you might see the two generator types kind of thrown in because the, they, they have a lot of similarities, but there's a couple of differences too. Mm -hmm. And it's this is all based on your, just your birth information. That's all that, is needed is your time date and place of birth so it's wild that it can be so uh precise you know yeah i'm really excited to know a little bit about josh's <laughs> design want to want to dig into it yeah why Let's not do it. okay so josh i have you as a manifester is that what you emotional manifester that's what uh -huh. i have for you yeah um and you're a three five profile so i don't know how much tell me if you if i this is all good okay so can i ask whose idea was the podcast that's a good <laughs> question i think well josh has always wanted to start a podcast and I was just like, we have such great conversations. Why don't we just make a podcast? Would you that agree? So much yep, that makes sense because the manifestors are the ones who may come up with the ideas. They're the ones that say, hey, I have an idea. Let's try this. 
they're not necessarily the ones who do all the doing. It's the ones that have the ideas, the urges, just like these, like, kind of seem to come out of nowhere. Like, all of a sudden, like, I have this fabulous idea and I just need to get it done. Like, and, and, and it's like the people who are supposed to be involved in that idea just kind of like appear. Like, mm. <laughs> and, and I just react. Like, oh, okay, I have this idea and you have this really great battery. So let's work together. So that's like, a real a, 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 Hannah is a generator, um, so it's a good combination because it's a good kind of balance right there. Um, but yeah, so but the manifestors are the ideas. My son is a, an emotional manifestor also, so mm. it is not like unfamiliar to me. Um, and he is so much like the one that has the ideas also. But so it's also important that you don't make on the spot decisions as much as we're told to be like trust your gut and do what comes you know for you actually for both of you guys it's really important that you take your time on big decisions not the everyday stuff i'm talking about big life decisions it's it's not you're not really designed to like jump in instantly because you kind of ride this emotional wave you both have emotional um authorities i'm kind of getting ahead of myself i get i get so excited about this you're good. good. You got plenty of time. Um, so basically the authority is how we're designed to make decisions. So we all have a specific authority that um, is connected to our type. And so both of you guys have this emotional authority, which just means that you're kind of always on this emotional wave. There's always this emotional. It's kind of like um, I've heard it being compared to as like a weather front. Like it's just kind of like comes through and there's really no controlling the emotions. It's just there. And you're just there just to kind of ride that wave. And so you don't want to make a decision when you're riding high on that wave, right? Because you're going to be all excited and you're not, might not be thinking clearly. And like, everything seems really, really good in the moment. And then like a couple of days later, you're down on this wave and you're thinking, huh, I don't think I really want to do what I thought I wanted to do. Actually, it doesn't sound like a good idea all of a sudden. And so it's important that you like ride that wave, feel those emotions. And if you're still, like see how you feel after a couple of days and then kind of like reassess the decision mm. because again you don't want to make a decision up here and you want to make a decision down here you want to try to be as emotionally clear as you can be does that make sense yeah i love the example of like even just making weekend plans like when i'm like yeah that sounds great and then when it gets to it i'm like mm -mm, no yeah <laughs> Yeah, I give it. I tell a story about a friend of mine who um who ha has a um who loves going to Aruba, and her friend was selling their um vacation home in Aruba and went to my friend and said, "Hey, you know, I'm selling my my place. Which are you interested?" And at the beginning of the week, my friend was like, "Hell yeah, I'm interested. I'm gonna go there." And she was all ready, like ready to sign on the on the line. But she waited the whole week because it sounds really great to have a vacation home, but then you have to think about all that comes along with that, the cost, the maintenance, and do you really want to do all that? And so she really did wait the whole um, week. And then by the end of the week, she was just as excited about it hmm. as she was when she first heard about it. Like that excitement was still there. And she had kind of like gone through the thought process and that excitement was still there. So she went ahead with it. And it <clears throat> goes to Aruba now. Yeah, <laughs> and I should. So that's just 
admit like a small example of that. But so um, question, yeah. if you're not emotional, what would the what's what's the other thing? There are a few. There's, oh, there's a few. Yeah. So some people are designed to make decisions instantly, mm. like instantly in the moment and not think about it, like to give no thought to it, give no thought to how they feel. Other people are designed to really just use their intuition and are it's really intuitive based. Um, there's also people who are um, designed to really do if it's it's called um, ego, but in human design, ego is not a negative thing. It's you know we all need it, we all have it, and it's it's about willpower. So some people are designed to to make decisions using that ego and really thinking like is this going is this something for me and being kind of selfish about the decisions. So there's the whole like variety, and that's the whole point. Like we're all taught one way, mm-hmm. you know, one or two different ways to do things when there's this whole variety of ways to that people, um, can, you know, use that energy. So it's, it doesn't make sense for all of us to be told one thing to do. Well, and that leads me into my one of my favorite examples in your life, Karen, of how you know, with all this knowledge, how you get to, um, you know, raise your kids in the different ways. Like, I, I love that example. So if you want to elaborate a little bit on that, like, I really think that's so great how they're, they're both completely different designs and they both need completely different parenting styles. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're very different kids. Um, and I mean, I, you know your kids and so I've always known obviously I don't expect them to be the same but when I learned when I got to kind of actually see it in black and white like how different they were and how different they were designed but also how similarly there there are also some similarities and um so I parent them according to their design so Josh like I told you my son is a manifester so manifestors need a lot of freedom they just need a lot of like, don't bother me with, I have this idea and I'm just kind of like going to get it going and, and don't bother me with, with like details and stuff like that. Just kind of like, let me be. And that's how my son is. I just kind of let him be. And he just does his thing. Um, whereas my daughter, Hannah, is a generator like you. So I try to ask her very specific questions that she can respond to. You know, I try to remember that she's also most both of my kids are also emotional like you guys so I try to keep that in mind <laughs> my, when <laughs> you know things are like I try to just remind but that's what you can do with human design it's like okay my kids are not being difficult this is just the emotion that they're on right now so I just recognize that and adapt to it um obviously like they still have I still parent them and they still have consequences and all of those things but I don't expect them to be anything other than they are and I can see who they are. So I don't expect, I, I encourage them to take their time with making decisions. I don't expect them to, to, to understand, to know something right away, like all of those things um, because it's not how they're designed. I love that. I think that's so great. Um, and that's something I don't think I know about you. When did you, start getting into human design (laughs) so I was living in Connecticut um from 2007 to 2020 and 
we all of our family is up here in Massachusetts. So I was down there and we had friends and neighbors and stuff, but I was down there on my own and my kids were in school and um, my husband was at work and I was like, I need something to do. And while I'm like cleaning this house, I started listening to all these podcasts and like long story short, they led me and all the podcasts I was listening to had to do with like astrology and tarot and stuff like that. And so all this talk about human design kept coming up and people were saying, what's your design? What's your design? So I looked it up and it looked so weird to me that I put it away. I was like, I want nothing to do with that. I, I, I'm good with the, I'm good with the astrology and I'm good with the tarot. Um, but then like, it just kind of kept popping up like the universe does. And um, I finally looked at my design and once I, it started answering so many questions about things I've known about myself, but never had the language to express it. And it validated so much for me, like, oh my gosh, that's why I do that. And like the, it was just, and so the first thing you, most people do, you look up your chart, then you look up, you know, your, your part, your partner, and then your family and so on and so forth. So then I looked at my husband's chart. And I was like, that's why he does these things. <laughs> He's not being a jerk. This is just how he's designed. And it just, it just, it was just so much of like that kind of thing. And then of course my kids. And once I kind of fell down that rabbit hole, as you said, Josh, really, I'm still falling. <laughs> but it just was so validating for me. It just, I can't even explain how, what a game changer it was. Like I, I feel I have this, sorry, <laughs> I have this like vision of like moms going into the hospital to have their babies and then they come out and they're like, here's your generator. <laughs> because then, you know, from day one, like, okay, this kid is going to need freedom. This kid is going to need a lot of, or this kid's going to need a lot of boundaries and guidance. And you know that from day one, it's like, it's so empowering. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get very excited. No, that's why we're excited. Uh, <laughs> well, so that's kind of, you know, just to, you know, our, the point of our podcast is deepening awareness. So, yeah. you know, when you just discovered this tool that allowed you to become aware, not only of yourself and your own gifts, but, the, you know, the people around you. So that must have just been extremely helpful and life-changing to start, like, it's like you're putting on different goggles to kind of view the world. Yeah, clear, much clearer goggles. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that must feel so good. Yeah, no, it's it's incredible. It's it's definitely changed my life for the better. And I like it because, like I said before, you can use it. It can just be a light, you know, reference thing for you, or you can like really dive in and get super deep and really focus on like different. Um, parts about you that you don't normally get to you probably I don't know like you may, may not have known they were there or like I said like knew that something was there but never really had the language for it this will get that yeah and I had this vision for Karen the other day of like how cool it would be if like and she did she does say that there's um there are people that do this for corporations like just to know like you know, how your boss is, you know, how that person who's leading, what kind of, what design they have so that they can, you know, you know, kind of lead 
the way that they want to and to all of the people in different parts, like just so that they can, it's been a while since I've been in a corporate office, don't even know what they do anymore, but you know, like accounting and all the different um, portions of, of a corporate office and just to make that run completely, you know, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. And they, they, there are readers who do that, who go into these big companies and kind of like reorganize the teams and they'll put, you know, the, the people like the generators who have this, like you have, who have the sacral battery that like really, when you're lit up and excited about what you're doing, you can really feel it and you can spread that to other people. So if you put a couple of people like that, along with like a manifester who says, hey, I have an idea, let's do this or let's try that. Putting the right people together in the right energetic team, they have found that like production improve, like um, productivity improves, morale improves because people feel seen, they feel heard and they feel like they're part of something. And mm -hmm that can make all the difference. And so like, it can uplift an entire office, you know, full of like a hundred people. If you just put them, place them like where they're energetically aligned. I just think that's so great. And it's so needed. Yeah. And teachers. Mm. I think it'd be great for teachers. And a classroom that would be amazing. Cause it is, it's, it's run right now just by the way it always has been. And, you know, it's and just, yeah, yeah, you have to sit, yeah, you have a, you have to sit for eight hours a day. You can't, you know, I've heard some people aren't even allowed to go to the bathroom, like take a little walk around the hall. Like that is so needed for certain people. Yeah. And I never understood why they took recess away. Like the older you get, the more you need recess, why don't you give that to the little kids? You know, my daughter's in middle school. She actually has recess, which is the first time I've ever heard of in middle school having that. But then like high school, nope, yeah. sit down, you walk around to your next class as your exercise. Like, I mean, I know they get gym and stuff, but it's not, you need that just time. And yeah. so a lot of kids need that more than others. And human design shows that. <laughs> Right. I guess I'll share. I know I've mentioned it to both of you, but how, you know, just giving into my design, like my boyfriend used to say, and I know I'm repeating myself to you guys, but just to say it, um, he'd want me to, why aren't you cold calling yoga studios to get, you know, breathwork deals and all this stuff. Like you should, you should re you should reach out to that person who, you know, just always telling me that I should be putting so much effort into reaching out to people. But as soon as I got this job in gardening, <laughs> working in the harvesting vegetables, um, I'm just really generating that magnet. And it's it, so many opportunities are are opening up for me. So um, I have you to thank to keep my mind open to the fact. And it's such a shift in awareness of like, telling your body that it's okay to relax because it's not just because you're not being productive doesn't mean that you're doing productive work. Like okay. when you're feeding your own energy to, um, you know, healthy energy, you're just, you're attracting the things that you, that you need. Yep. One of the best things I heard 
one of the most helpful things I heard about human design was um, how none of us are designed to make decisions with our mind. When I heard that, it blew me away because I was always the kid who had panic attacks over making decisions. I would have these horrible, my mother could tell these horrible stories. I was that kid in the store that people were like, uh, your kid's out of control. Like that was me <laughs> making it because I could not make a decision to save my life. And it was like always this thing. Um, and my mom, like I, my mom would always make, like tease, not make fun of, tease me about it. Like, oh, don't, Karen can't make a decision. Don't ask her. So then when I found this out, I was like, oh, can I swear on this? Yes. I was like, holy shit. You mean to tell me that like, I'm trying to think about all my decisions and like the not at all how I'm supposed to know about this. I'm, I'm, I have that, that ego um, decision making. So I'm really supposed to be selfish, you know, air quotes with that, um, about my decisions. Of course, my none of us knew about human design when I was a kid. So you know, she did, she handled me the best she could, but, um, this would have been such a, if she had known this about me, it would have saved like such just oh, <laughs> chaos at times. What design are you? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I'm a projector. You're a projector with the I ego. Those are the guides, teachers, sometimes leaders. Um, like they're not really the ones who do the doing they're like the the ones who can like see the big picture so like where the generator will be like kind of in the thick of everything like doing the work a projector can see the big picture and be like you know what you're doing great but I think you might be more helpful over here or you might you know like and they can see systems really well and like just they kind of see the world in a different way and it's very like not a lot of like energy to do and it's like more efficient like taking an eight hour a day and like doing like all that work getting that work done in like four hours and then <laughs> and they say in human design that a projector should only work like four hours a day like heavy output mm. which is so unrealistic nowadays and that's one of those things where another, like, you know, we were told, like, you have to hustle and grind and work and work. And so to tell someone, actually, you're supposed to rest a lot. You're supposed to sit down and do nothing a lot. It's very <laughs> weird. Um, and I can't quite do that. I still have to do stuff. But anyway, um, that's a projector. Cool. Are you... Planning? Are you visioning anything for your human design career? So the funny thing about projectors is they're really, really good at seeing the other and terrible at seeing yourself. So I'm awful at having a vision for myself or like I have a really free Hannah, I could like sit down with you and be like, okay, we're going to do this and you're going to, you know, let's see what lights you up on. And I could guide you with that. I don't know what to do. I mean, I don't know like that paper. <laughs> I need some assistance. <laughs> you know, when she saw me um, when I was doing my other little part-time job, Karen's like, what 
are you like what are you doing with your life right now like your shoulders are slouched like she's you like stop me you're like no whatever you're doing stop doing it yeah <laughs> that was a very negative sacral response what you <laughs> like everything about you was like I hate this mm-hmm. you had to do it mm-hmm. and it's all that beautiful learning process and like it's my husband's a generator and it's for the generator you're supposed to do what lights you up that's like the big thing it's like what you're supposed to respond to life life will bring you opportunities and and people and it's you whatever is like lighting you up or not is how you handle that um you know whatever's coming your way but when you have responsibilities and a family and bills and a house, like all the grown-up stuff that you have to like necessarily have a job that you don't love um the thing that might light you up is you know having being able to go on vacations with your family so in order to do that I'm gonna have to go to this job and make this, this money that I don't necessarily want to do but that allows me to be lit up with my family and like just starting that cycle that allows you to be more magnetic like you were saying Hannah like just allowing that energy to kind of come and just shifting your perspective like I hate doing the dishes I hate it so much I want I just I hate it I hate it it's always there there the, the sink is never empty and I hate it <laughs> but I really love having a clean kitchen <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Really like having clean dishes to eat off of and all that. So that's when I'm doing the dishes. I don't focus on how much I hate the dishes. I focus on I'm going to have a clean kitchen when this is done. <laughs> it makes it just a little bit more tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> I love that metaphor. Josh loves metaphors. <laughs> that's a great I've one. Very quiet. What's that? You've been very quiet. While I'm taking it all in, I was thinking about how the classroom you were describing, if the teachers understood all the different kids and how they learned. Um, And then at the corporate, we're all just kind of worker bees. We're not utilized. And if we don't understand ourselves, how we best use our energy or use our whatever we'll we'll just take whatever comes our way instead of intentionally focused doing a thing that how we're meant to do it mhm it starts with that self awareness and then you know, eventually making everybody else aware that they can also be self-aware and work as specific roles. Yeah, so the work for me is a perfect analogy. Mm. That, that's like what we're told we kind of have to be. Um, and all that does for the most of us, that just leads to burnout, frustration, anger, you know, bitterness, mm. all of those things. Um, but yeah, if you are in the right 
position using your job, using your energy in an aligned way, that's going to bring feelings of peace, satisfaction. Um, what's the other one? Like delight, all of those things. Hmm. Um, is there anything else about Josh's reading that you wanted to share? So it's interesting that it, it makes sense to that to me why you guys, I mean, you guys like work well together because um, Josh, you have your, uh, there's nine energy centers in the, in the chart and just quickly it's the crown the mind the throat the self the heart spleen the sacral solar plexus and the root so those are the, the nine centers and they all kind of direct the energy in different ways and they're loosely connected to the chakra system so um josh you have your mind and your crown center are both defined <clears throat> which just means that you have um, consistent access to this energy. You probably have like, you probably approach things the same way. You have a, 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 probably a consistent thought process when you get, um, are heading into something. Um, and you also have a defined throat center, which means that um, you're consistent with what you say, how you speak. You probably have a even speaking, like an even, even toned speaking voice. Um, and so, but all of these centers are defined for you. So these have, you have like immediate access to all of this stuff, whereas Hannah's are open. So she's kind of absorbing your energy in those, um, centers. So like the thoughts that you're having and the way that you're, that Josh, you're, um, kind of approaching things, Hannah's going to pick up on them and amplify it. And so that's going to, that is a good, cause you're not going to butt heads. Mm. Because if you had a, not that everybody can work together and there's not like a bad way to work, but just as an example, it could possibly be that if they were both defined, you might have your own way of thinking about things. And that could come sometimes butt heads, but this is a little bit more fluid. So like your thoughts and ideas can kind of a little bit more um, flow a little bit easily between the two of you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how we're creating our podcasts. <laughs> right. So I have a question here. In this, um, so my background over the past few years, I've really dove into a lot of understanding around trauma. And I'm curious how trauma can impact, like maybe my throat's been closed because I didn't have a voice for my whole life. But even though it's defined, like how, how does that play out? So that's a good question. And so if your throat is, if your throat is feeling closed and you might, um, I'm trying to think how it can, like you might not quite understand, you know, like what's happening with me right now. It's like you're stumbling over your words. Um, and what this, what you can, the chart will kind of tell you is like, if you think if you're thinking one thing about yourself or you're feeling one you can look at your chart and say well actually this is how i'm designed so the things that i've been told that are wrong with me aren't mm. and i 
see it here energetically. So it gives like, um, it's like, you've, you've been told you can't talk your whole life and you've been you know told that your voice is nothing or all these terrible things about your voice, but you know what? Your chart, actually your throat center is extremely defined and you are here to speak. You are here to, you have something to say, you have a message and it's very clear that you're here to speak. Kind of your throat center is undefined, which means you're really here to be a voice for others. Like you can really pick up on what other people want to say and you can, um, you might have changed the tone of your voice more to, you might change it a little bit more to adapt to the conversation that you're in. Hmm. Um, so that's like, it just kind of shows you, you might have been thinking this thing about this way about yourself, but actually, no, it's, this is complete opposite and here's how you can take that and use that to empower yourself does that make sense can I answer that yeah like so if you're you know you've haven't been able to express your opinions your voice for so long like it's it's probably just feeling sticky but something also feels right about stepping into the power and your voice and yeah it's like gives you permission it's like yeah you know what you've been you've always wanted to say these things and actually you're supposed to you're supposed to talk about these things so it kind of you can tell yourself like you know when those when that and i of course i'm speaking from somebody who has not experienced deep trauma in that capacity so and strictly speaking from you know just my knowledge of my own stuff but um I feel like it it just allows you to to just like you said step into that power and feel confident about that and not wonder like should I be saying this mm. should I be talking yeah you should this one um, young woman actually I did do a reading for her it was that one of the um, samplers so it was just like a mini. And she instantly, she sat down, she was young, she, like just out of college. And you could tell she was like in a trend, like something was happening, like she was in, a, in something. And I said to her, do you know that you're here? You're here to speak. You really have, a, you, you're here, you have a voice. You have something to, you have a message to share. And what you have to say is important. She burst into tears, burst into tears. Right. She's like, I've always known that. And, and I've never... I know that I want to say something, but like no one's ever told me that I can. And mm. the minute I said to her, like, no, no, it's important that you do like whatever you have to say, say it, speak it. And it, the message will get to the right people. The people who are telling you no, or like you're feeling like you can't do this. They don't we'll let them. You, yeah, it's not for this, them. This is like, it's here. It's right here. Your voice needs to be heard. And she just was like, it was wild. She was just, it was like something lifted off of her, you know? It's like, I've always known that. I've always felt that. But I, so. That can be so heavy. Yeah. That weight of not being able to live your purpose. Yeah. It's sad that that's so common. That's why we need to out there so people can know what their purpose is like josh okay 
I'm going to tell you, I wrote this down. You are, oh no, I put it in my phone. Here we go. Um, so Hannah, remember I told you about how you were born under the cross of Eden in the garden and all that? So Josh, do you know about the incarnation cross at all of human design? It, it has nothing, it's not, people hear the word cross, it has nothing to do with anything like religion or spiritual. It has to do with um, the, where the, where two points cross in your, in the chart, essentially. And like, it's, it it's right over your um, identity center and it's the theme that we come into this life with. And so, Josh is, Okay, so you're here. I want to make sure this is the, I have the right one. Okay, the last thing I want to do is give you the wrong. <laughs> I did that once. I did this whole reading and it wasn't the right. It only happened once when I was first, first, first starting. <laughs> I need to speak everything. <laughs> that's coming up for me oh, that's completely wrong thing okay so yeah josh you are under the cross of the unexpected mm. and so you're here to really um it's you're here to like be very supportive of people whether it's family co-workers community um and you're really here to make sure that they do well even if it means going against certain rules and certain laws um it's because it's about aligning aligning people with the correct uh, rules for them. And it's also about freeing whatever, um, if you had any like shoulds in your life or any rules that you gave yourself in your earlier life or like dogma or things like that, it's about like releasing that and um, kind of going against the rules and laws that were put on you. Like it's about brushing those aside and really standing up and, and like assisting other people and doing the same. And so <clears throat> it's about like rising above the structures. It's about self-liberation um, and showing people that how to really be in their own lives and follow their own rules and not be stuck to what um, the world and society has said that they had to do because you have done it and you can and you can be like, look, I broke away from that and look where I'm at and I'm in a better place and let me show you how. And so um, <clears throat> it's about shining this, like it's a real super, but this is your, like your superpower. Mm. And it's really about letting that shine. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's like so perfect for you. I feel, <laughs> I know I'm not you, but that I feel like that's just so in line with, with what oh, you, with the journey that you're on. Because the more you do that, especially being the manifester, I don't think you understand how magnetic you can be. Like, like you really can be somebody. Like the manifestors can be like, like game changers and like really make um, movements happen and like really here to kind of shake things up and be like, you know, it doesn't have to be this way. Let me show you how it can be different. And it's also you have a five in your profile, so you have a three five. So 
the three is all about making mistakes and like really experimenting and just like kind of jumping into life with both feet. And it's about walking into walls and like just like throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks and seeing what falls down. And all of that is correct. For you, there's no such thing as a failure. Whatever does not necessarily work for you or whatever might be considered a quote failure is just a lesson and it's just a way to get you evolving on your path. So you're never gonna fail at anything. That's great news. Permission to fail. <laughs> yeah, in fact, it's, it's a good thing because it pushes you along. And then you're able to say to people, I tried it this way and it didn't quite work out. Maybe try it a different way. Mm. You also have a five, which is like, that's very much like, um, there's a teaching energy there. And it's about like, and it's also like a save the day energy. And it's like, you can like jump into a situation kind of be like okay I'm here I can solve things and then I'm gonna back off and it's like not really like staying in that that good thing it's like just like jumping in working your magic really quickly and then taking off mm -hmm. um there's also which one double check again I don't want to give you the wrong does that make sense yeah well Josh what did you make your um thing on Instagram say your like handle oh my name your name and then like yeah you put your something oh underneath it yeah well i'm a guide guide healing guide i think is what i said yeah i think that is just so in line with your design yeah and so that's what there's like um that there's a there's like a dance for you like life is kind of like a dance like it comes and goes and ebbs and flows oh and also you might find that um like one thing that is helpful for manifestors to know is that if you it's important for you to inform people around you what you want to do because it's so easy for you to kind of be like you get this idea and you're like okay i'm just gonna go and like you know focus on this and kind of like forget about the rest of the world but if you just like inform people because instead they're gonna maybe look at you and be like why is he ignoring me why is he taking off and like not telling me anything? But if you just say to, say to people in your world, like, hey, BT Dubs, I'm just going to go over here and I'm going to be, if you, if you need me, I'll be in my office or if you need me, I'll be over here. And just kind of like letting people know, like, I'm not ignoring you. I'm not being rude. I'm just working on this idea that I have. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Trying to get my son to do this and it's not working. It's not <laughs> anything. <laughs> I'm trying to remind him like less frustration if you inform me what's going on it so that that's um meaning small things too not just like i have this great idea i'm gonna inform everyone it's like i'm gonna run to the gas station and i'll be back in 17 minutes yeah well i mean yeah. but yeah even yeah small things like that mm -hmm. okay and you know and it's not asking it's not asking for permission mm -hmm. it's, it, it's not anything like that the last thing you need is permission. Like that's the last thing a manifestor needs. It's more just like letting people know, like giving you a heads up. And that way people will give you your freedom that you're designed to have. Otherwise people might kind of be like, you know, like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Who have you been with? And what's going on? And I need to know. But if you just say like, okay, I'm going to run to the gas station and I'm going to run an errand, I'll be back. Okay. And then you're done. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. So having like a clear, pathway to keep that energy flowing 
yeah and even I was thinking while she was talking about the um like breaking rules remember or just like kind of out of the box kind of thinking I think you said something about that um that um Josh has been reading or had read this book the existential kink like when you were like giving yourself permission to feel all of those like you know different pleasures like you were I feel like that you were all lit up for that like it's like oh like we can feel like find a little bit of joy and I forget you know, we had some, some really great examples like being lazy like that was mine I'm like oh I could just be lazy like what if I find pleasure in being lazy like when you I feel like when you help people permission themselves for just little things like that like you're helping people you know so much more than you might even think I think yours was permission to fuck shit up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking I yeah, I was like, like I'm freaking out about, um, like, I think I overbooked myself and like I had to either cancel a breath work or do that silly other part-time job I had at the time. And um, I was, either way, I was going to screw up somebody's day. And I was like, I guess that's, when I go to the, you know, take it, you know, uncover everything, it's at the root there. It's, I'm just afraid that I'm going to mess someone else's day up, like out of, you know, it's my fault. And so Josh and I were talking about that and I was like, yeah, like, what if I find a little bit of pleasure of screwing up a bunch of people's day? <laughs> well, I sit back and just don't go to the class I told them I was going to teach. And like, so just allowed myself to feel that because, I never thought I would ever be able to do something like that. And I felt so guilty for so long until I just allowed myself to feel that. So I, you know, I'm so grateful that Josh helped me through that process because it changed everything. Because then now every time I find myself a little bit anxious about something, I, I think about that. Like, well, what if it's just, you know wanting I just want to experience whatever that feeling is that's completely different than what I'm normally used to living in that little comfort zone like you had some better examples I can't even think of them I wrote them all down I had like 70 (laughs) really there was a bunch um Karen so are there like shadow sides to all of this okay yeah there's um like challenges to everything like the um so for the for the manifester you when you're out of alignment when you're living in that um shadow side you're gonna feel anger and you're gonna feel angry about everything like it's just anger um hannah when you are in that in that shadow place you are going to feel um what is oh, crap. I remember you telling me that like I have to go through struggles like it's part yeah. of my design to struggle that is part of your design is to go through struggle yeah um but wait there's like I'm completely trying to think there's um signature feelings for each type so for the manifestor the feeling of um when you're in alignment when you're like on the right track, you're going to feel peace. It's just going to feel peaceful. There's not going to be like this feeling of like super, 
crazy success or this feeling of like super excitement. It's just going to feel peaceful. Mm. And for Hannah, for you, it's going um, satisfaction. You're going to feel really satisfied when you're in alignment and you're doing what you should be doing. And that doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to feel happy because you can be going through something mm. difficult and at the end of it, feel really satisfied. Mm. Um, so that's that. So when you have a, that feeling of satisfaction, you know that that's the right track. And Josh, when you have that feeling of peace, you're on the right track. And the shadows to those um, anger, frustration, frustration. <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. a basic thing. Yeah. So and frustration, you might feel it, or it might just be around you, like things just aren't moving the the way that you expect them to they're just frustrated the energy is frustrated or things aren't working out the way that like all of that feeling and then that makes you feel that oh why isn't it working something needs to shift something needs to change okay what do, what do i need to do in order to get that back to that feeling of satisfaction mm -hmm. and then i can't go real quick sorry real quick on that um i bet we can see it in hannah podcast to podcast to podcast when that frustration when she was doing that other part-time job there was like right like her energy completely shifted when she <laughs> took this she's like i get to you should see my fingernails there there's so much <laughs> dirt and like satisfied with just dirty hands and the frustration that existed for you for and it was like I think it was caught in the podcast. So that'll be cool just to watch. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. So I remember being like, I'm just out of alignment. I don't understand what's going on. And I was feeling it for a while there until, yeah, I knew I needed a shift a reflection from Karen. Yeah. Too. It's amazing. Cause I was going to say, my next question was like, well, I guess I know the answer, like how much control do we have over that? But we have so much control over just shifting. We are the creators here and we get to- We have all the control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. We, excuse me, we give it up or it's taken from us so early, but we come in with all the control and that's what this can do. It just gives you that, you know, gives you back your control and your power. But that's such a great example. Yeah, I bet you can see all that through. <laughs> and um, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> um, drawing a blank on the projector. Projector for me, the the shadow is bitterness. Mm. And let me tell you, the bitterness that I felt before all of this, like, why isn't anything working? You know, why can she do so much? my brother and I were raised in the same house. How come he can do so many things better than I can do? And like that kind of bitterness, like, why isn't it working out for me? Oh, that's gone. And if I feel that, I know what it means. And I, not to say that's gone forever. Obviously I'm going to feel, we're all going to feel these things, but I recognize it now. And it's just so, it's such a shift. Mm -hmm. I have a question on, so mine's anger and for, lots of my life my anger was repressed and so like how does 
I mean, I didn't have access to my anger, so I didn't even know I was feeling it. I mean, now I can tell, but for decades, I was like, I didn't get angry. I was just like, I mean, it was inside me, but I, it wasn't coming up. I was just like, I don't know why you're so angry. I don't know what's wrong with you. Did it come out in different, did it like manifest itself in different ways? For sure. Yeah. Lots of sarcasm, passive aggressive behaviors that way. Yeah. Because it's going to come out somehow. It just might not be coming out screaming and hollering. Okay. Because that's what we've been taught anger is. Mm. Anger can be just like you said, like somebody who's extremely sarcastic and has like a really, you know, one of those sense of humors that really puts people down. And like, that's an angry person. <laughs> so that's how their anger is coming out. Mm. Yeah, it's so cool how this is just all tied. It's all. Yeah, and it it shows how like tunnel vision and narrow minded we've all been told to, to be, you know, like just stay here and stay in your own little and don't cause any disruption but mm -hmm. that takes away from being a human mm -hmm. we're here to feel every, you know to live on that spectrum and have a different journey and human design is really cool that it it, it really gives a clear picture of how different we all are but it also gives a picture of how great we are together and how well we connect to one another and like how like for you guys there's um one channel that you each have one part of a channel they're called gates so you each have a gate that when they connect they make a channel so you so for Anna you have a gate that's all about like um the right one. I have my thing you gave me somewhere. I just want to make sure I, I give you the idea. Yeah, so Josh, you have a gate that's all about um, storytelling and it's about collecting stories and about collecting adventures and, um, and taking adventures and collecting stories and then sharing those stories and telling those stories. And it's... Um, and like what you learned from those stories. And Hannah, you have a gate called darkening of the light. And it's all about like guiding people's, guiding people with emotions. And um, like the old, the older that you get, the less emotional chaos is that you're gonna be creating. And you're actually gonna be guiding people out of their emotional chaos because you can understand it and empathize with that. And so when those two come together, it's this channel of like seeking experiences um, and sharing, like sharing those experiences and putting that together with the emotions and really having an emotional journey and experiencing an, an emotional journey and um, like really embracing emotional swings and, and, and bringing that into like um, past adventures and things. So like that, when you two are together, those two are connected. So you might find 
Josh, that you talk a lot about emotional experiences when you're with Hannah. And so basically, yeah, I was going to say, well, so basically you're telling us that we're going to have like the number one podcast. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I, said. <laughs> I think part of the podcast was me. I love to hear people's experiences. I love to hear just their journey. I didn't know I was collecting it, but that makes sense the way you you phrased it. I was like, hmm, yeah, I just enjoy it. And that's so, it's so important. I'm reading um, Women Who Run With The Wolves and how that, I don't know if you've ever, if either of you have ever read that book, but I'm only, I'm only in the introduction, but the woman talks about how important storytelling is and especially, I feel like, especially nowadays, you know, cause it could be, you know, all of this technology can be gone in a minute, but you'll still have all the stories to tell. Yeah. Yeah. So, so important to do that. Yeah. And Josh, you're always, you, you do always have like a, a situation to share and reflect on. And I, and I always respond to that, you know, and then that's how we come up with some sort of conclusion of what we are now aware of this week. And I love that. That's great. And that's why we're here. Yeah. And that's what's the, like, that's why you, you might feel different. Like Hannah, I think we, in our reading, we talked about this, like, you know, you have a friend that you call for advice, but then you have a different friend that you call to go to a party with you have another friend that you might want to call to like grab a coffee or you know like because you're connecting with different parts of their mm -hmm. so like whatever you're kind of like bringing together is what you're going to be attracted to our subconscious is so wise yes and then when as soon as we tap into it, it just all makes so much sense i love it Yeah, cool, but because Hannah, you have your spleen center, which is all about intuition, is completely open. And Josh, yours is almost completely defined. You only have two gates that aren't defined. So that is just interesting because it's like, it's all about intuition. So Josh, you have like consistent access to your intuition and you can tap into your own intuition anytime. And Hannah is, yours is more fluid. You still have, you're very intuitive, but you're, you're kind of, it's more about who you're with. Mm. And so because you're going to be absorbing the energy of the people you're around. So you're absorbing all of Josh's com almost completely defined intuition center. So I don't know if when you guys, you know, when you go on your merry way, I'm curious if like Hannah, your intuition is a little bit more heightened. Oh, like I always, I always feel so good yeah. after our conversations. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I guess well if I you know satisfied. Satisfied, yes. <laughs> no, no longer frustrated. You want peace and satisfaction. <laughs> yeah I guess that's something to be aware of but yeah you know 
just and then there and then I noticed when I am with people that I'm like oh my god like I am exhausted after being around them so yeah that's so fascinating yeah and yours is you have a lot more Hannah you have a lot more open centers so you might feel more exhausted at the end of the day just because you are pulling in more energy Josh you only have two open centers um so you're pulling in energy in your identity center in your sacral but the rest of it is all defined not neither one is bad or good like it that's just it just is it's just kind of interesting like the more defined you are it's just you have more consistent access to your own energy so you're not so susceptible to like um you're not as much of a sponge mm. for pulling in like the outside world that's probably why i i have such a hard time you know putting up that you know veil of you know energy like because to try to i try so hard because now that i'm more aware of how much energy i do take on from other people it i find it to be so difficult to try to not take on other people's energy like I, it's yeah. almost impossible like people tell me all you know the white light the purple light the bubble oh, yeah. and all the things and I try to do everything but that makes sense I'm like all my centers are open that I'm just I have to really really try hard to, to not do that because sometimes at like the end of the day I'll be like why am I feeling all like you know, not myself. And then, so now I'm, well, were you there when um, Mary something was speaking at one of the network meetings? Um, I can't remember her last name, but she was talking about just starting to be aware of your energy versus other people and when it just doesn't feel like yours. And I know that's kind of basic, but I'm just, the more and more I open up to that awareness, I'm like, oh, that's not mine. Like that isn't yeah. mine, I'm feeling. So yeah, that's huge. But also like don't fault yourself for feeling stuff. It's just like mm -hmm. you said, you're not gonna be able to block everything out. It's, mm. it's going to seep in there. So at the end of the day, even you can like that's when you can kind of clear it instead mm. of trying to prevent anything during the day and then like feeling bad because you still let something affect like just right. you just knowing that yeah this is happening but mm -hmm. and yeah. then at the end of the day maybe like do the whole salt crystal candle thing that I love I'm not making fun of that I, I do all that stuff but maybe maybe you can because you don't want to feel but you don't want to feel bad that's the whole thing about it. like that so you don't want to you know, like you're doing something wrong because you're taking on what's around you because that's just it's going to happen I mean yeah so you can still do all those boundaries and cleansing and, and whatever you feel called to do but also it, it's okay mm -hmm. because you have these open centers and it's that's just that's how you're designed mm -hmm. and it's perfect <laughs> having those open is that also it's not just a bad thing, right? Isn't it also a gift just to be? None of it is bad. Okay. Yeah, no, none of it is bad. Um, none of it, it's all the way it's supposed to be. But yeah, it's it's all, it's, 
your um those are centers where you're designed to really kind of tap into those yeah it's a gift it's about like um I'm blanking on what I want to say but yeah it is a gift there the whole thing they're all everything is a gift and in fact some of the literature they don't call it the gates they call it the gifts like you have mm. gift 35 and gift 30 things like that mm. um open centers just means that so you have a little bit more that's where you might get more off track but it's just the awareness it's mm. just having that awareness you know understanding like that, that it's okay if that happens mm. so real quick karen do you do like married couples because i how you were connecting gates with hannah and i i think that was really cool just to mm. see like how we like why why we're vibing you know why there's there's a connection i think it would be really cool just for married people to be like oh that's okay that's cool yep there are people who um you can layer charts and then you can see um, where they connect, like where certain gates might connect and where they don't and what centers you might fill for each other. You can see all of that. Yeah. And, um, it's been a, it's been helpful in my marriage. <laughs> like I said, I get, give explanations to things for both of us, you know, mm -hmm. and I can say to him, like, I'm, to be like, why can't you know? How come you're not going quicker? And because he's very like, duh, 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 and I'm not. I'm like, oh, I don't have the energy. <laughs> so, but now he doesn't expect that from me so much. <laughs> oh, I love that. Have you ever done a couple? No. That would be a really cool avenue. No. Yeah. Um. People ask me all the time, but no. So it. Uh that as you asked that i thought about if men are ready for this like i would guess most of your clients have been females yeah. and the men are just like what is this <laughs> yes however i have had a couple of men one in particular who is like you know man man like landscaper dirty fingernail like you know the whole night and um I started telling him about his chart and he kind of was like what and then I shifted and I looked at his wife's chart and he was like no no come back to me come <laughs> more want to know more and he was like really like how, like, how do you know this? Like, how, where are you seeing that in there? You know, like everything I was saying was very on point. He just, so I really like a skeptical person um, because those are typically the ones who are the bigger believers in the end. It's like, it's just so spot on. <laughs> I know. I keep trying to think of like different offerings Karen can offer for people. Like I, what did we kind of come up with the other day was like a monthly. Oh, like a subscription. Yeah. yeah where like you get, you get access to Karen via Voxer was the one I was thinking of. 
like for like three or f- only four hours of the day, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, just like just they like all things, like with, with whatever comes up in a day, there's there's a reflection, a human design reflection to be had, you know. So I just think that would be such a cool thing that people would really be interested in. Or like some sort of workshop. Like, I think there's so much there for you. Yeah, the workshop I I do want to do. I've spoken to Jen about doing one there. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's just so much untapped potential for people and companies and couples. And yeah, it can, it's a game changer. It's becoming much more common. Like, I'm hearing. I'm hearing actually of people who are in therapy and the therapist is also using human design along with their just traditional wow. therapy, system, which I mean, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. I think that that should be common for like <laughs> therapy. Yeah. Same with breathwork. Like I, there yeah. was somebody I'm working with um, today. He, um, I told I think I told you both the the kids I work with at the farm they're like young college kids and um one of them was like wait what do you do I'm like like it's like a breathing therapy and I'm like kind of I started telling a little bit more about it goes I need to do that like my therapist they have told me a little bit about breath about different breathing types like so it's it's getting in there you know it's but it's I think it's our time to shine yeah and and breath work and human design go really well together. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard of, but didn't you mention that Hannah, like doing different breath? I thought we could do like a series, like a breathwork series of, you know, breathwork for generators, breathwork for manifestors, like just a different theme for each one. Oh yeah. But then the, the thing is, it's like you have to know your design beforehand. So, right. right. Um. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> like something. Yeah. So it's there's something there though. So when you said they go hand in hand, what did you mean, Karen? I'd love to hear about that. Well, just that they have like, um, similar intentions. Mm. you know like the from my experience my limited experience with breath work it's it's about tapping into yourself and it's about looking inward and um you know tapping into your energy (laughs) and human design shows you your energy so it's it's like another layer of getting to understand yourself and permissioning yourself. Permissioning yourself, yeah. And like the more you can hone in on that and like bringing those two aspects together, like what a, like, what a great way to under, like to, to kind of like um, meet yourself, hmm. you know, or come back to yourself, I should say. Hmm. Breathwork does that. I, I fit for me anyway. It really allows me to kind of come back in mm-hmm. when I'm like, 
I find myself much more grounded after that. So it's just another way to know yourself. Every time, if I can share your experience, every time Karen breathes with me, she sees like this like purple aura. Mm. Like every time, like an integrative session or a meditative session, she just starts to see this like figure almost more of an aura, I think. But yeah. Yeah, it's wild. And it only happens, that specific thing ha only happens when I'm doing breath work with Hannah. Like if I, when I meditate, I typically see colors, but it's not the same. It's different. And it's almost like a purple that like, I, it's not like a purple that. You could like point to. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. And it's just with Hannah? Like, have you done breath work with other facilitators? And no, no, not in that, not in the way that I've done with her. Um, but I've done like meditations and like things. I know it's different, but I have, and that's when I it, like colors just kind of, or sometimes it'll just be like you know, one, one or two colors. But it's not, the, it's not the same, mm. and it's a different. I said to Hannah last time, it's kind of like, you know, those ribbons, you know, those like cheer or rhythm ribbon things. Yeah. What is that thing? What is <laughs> it's that? almost like that. Flowy. Uh -huh. Weird. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out who or what it is. I don't know. Well, any last thoughts? Reflections? Questions? I could talk forever. <laughs> so, you don't want to do that with me. <laughs> Ask me. Yes, we do. You know, but I love that, Josh, I love how you said that you had this idea. <laughs> this is, that's exactly right. <laughs> you have lots of ideas. And then what you had like a block though too, right? When it when you were like, all right, we're gonna do this, and then you're like, wait, well, I don't know. Like, wasn't there something like some sort of like you didn't really plan who was gonna lead because there was three of you, right? Mm -hmm. The first one. So that could have been that, you know, that throat chakra voice kind of being like, All right, am I gonna do it? Am I gonna speak? Am I gonna, you know? So it's it's so it's just so fascinating to be able to now have that, like you said, that language for it. And that permissioning. Yep. Yeah, it's tricky for me to know how far to take something. Like I have the idea and then I tell some people and I'm really excited and then I'm like, sometimes it just fizzles. So is that just my three, five thing where I'm trying something and it, it was just a it, information? Just to try. It was an attempt. Teaches you what not to do. Shows you what steps not to do and what to try instead. Um, but yeah, like you have that strong experiment, trial and error energy. So yeah, there's, there's going to be stuff that's going to fizzle. But then there's going to be stuff that's going to completely take off. And as long as you remember like not to make hasty 
instant decisions, you know, big decisions. Um, like, it's just wild because the right, when you inform people, that's also part of that informing thing for manifestors. When you're informing people about your ideas, you're getting the energy out to bring the, the right people towards you to help you with that. So it's also about being open to the energy that's kind of coming back when you're informing people. Mm. Like, is it coming back your way where people are like, I'd love to be a part of that? Or is it more resistance and questions and like people like, I'm not so sure. Because the people who you inform are, and they just kind of will, they'll just want to be there. So you're going to have this energy where they're just going to want to be around you and just to be part of whatever the idea is that you have. Whether it could be something like planning a dinner or it could be starting a whole podcast, like letting people know what you're thinking about is a, is the best way to make sure that you get the right people to come to you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And it's the best way to know who not to have be, part, be involved in it. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. And I, I, I was thinking about how I'll inform and people are like, that's a great idea. And then I'm like, oh, it is. Um, now, now what? <laughs> I kind of want them to say, I'll help you or yeah, it, it's not, it hasn't been my go-to to like just run with something there's been so much fear in my body in my life fear of failure fear of speaking fear of like i've overcome a lot to get to where i'm at to where i even share an idea because i didn't i was like fear of the idea being rejected even where i was like I'm just going to keep that one to myself. It's probably a good idea. Someone else will share that and, with the world. Oh, <laughs> it makes my heart sad. <laughs> like you probably have had so much great insight that you weren't allowed to like share <laughs> or you didn't feel comfortable sharing. Until... But now that you know this about yourself, do you feel a little bit more empowered to to like be more informative about what you're thinking about? Well, I'm going to put it to the test. I'm going to start informing people and then yeah. I'm just going yeah. to like see what I attract from that place. Like the podcast, it was speaking and then, but there was like resistance in both of us as we were like, are we really going to do this? Like, it's fine. We'll record it, but we're not going to share it. And now we have a guest. And so, you know, the momentum, it's just, it's rolling. So well, even after, cause after I told him that we have a guest, um, he's like, the floodgates are now opened. I've, I've told a few other people and they've responded that they want to come on. And even one of our old mentors, like, you know, I think that's, that's huge, you know? So I think that is a great, start to 
letting the ideas really land and flourish. So this is interesting because this is a really good um, show of we are three different design types, right? So Josh, you had the idea. Well, you both had the idea, but it the the energy came from Josh, right? Yeah. You had the idea for the podcast, and the generator, Hannah, was like, "Okay, lit up. Let's get it done. Let's get it going." And I'm a projector, so my my um strategy is to be invited in mm. i'm i'm supposed to wait for the invitation for things and so hannah oh, invited me, hannah invited me on the podcast so this is just a perfect little micro example of how well human design works and and knowing the other types like i know like i said before like i know to ask hannah specific questions i know she responds better to yes or no or choices you know, um, and Josh, you, you're going to do better with freedom and, you know, not so many choices. So like, just, it's just having that awareness now. It's like, you can, the flow is just a lot easier and it's a lot more like pleasurable kind mm. of, in a way, you know, satisfying, satisfying, peaceful, peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. this has been so good Karen's going to have to be a frequent guest <laughs> I know there's so much to talk about <laughs> I love that I love that there's so many layers because that's just <clears throat> and so Josh I'm just looking at your chart one other thing that you um, so you have six channels which is quite a bit so those are two, when two gates come together. So you have a lot of connections. Uh, that's why you have so many defined centers because there's a lot of just centers connected through these channels. And just to, one of your channels is the channel of struggle. So there are parts of your design that you're in, you're meant to go through struggle, um, but you also have a channel of transformation. Mm. And you have a channel of, surrender awareness synthesis and the best one the money line you have a money line in your chart which doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be a gazillionaire but you have the capacity to attract money and have money coming to you so those are your channels so it's just just over this brief conversation it's interesting that you you have this channel of struggle transformation and surrender those are three intense energies but you're here to, to go through that hmm. so well i've already yeah. done that so i don't know what i'm gonna do next <laughs> well but you've probably collected a lot of lessons that you can <laughs> share with people right the stories yeah stories mm-hmm through that struggle and that transformation, you must have so much to tell. Hmm. What's synthesis? That one is, has to do, it's connecting your root center. Is that loud? Can you hear the, I feel like that's too loud. Um, it connects the root center to your emotions. I honestly don't know hmm. that one super well. I have to look that one. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that from the name. 
yeah that some of the names like the names and like the names are different like from the like the original human design it's been kind of adapted over the years but some mm. of it language and human design I'm like well I don't like that <laughs> yeah I forget mine had something oh my head I, yeah. I have hermit you have the hermit opportunist isn't that terrible and Josh <laughs> you have the martyr heretic like really but the <laughs> martyr the martyr is really about being like the sacrifice the sacrificial one like that's what that means it's like I I'm gonna go through this struggle and I'm going to be the one to struggle with this and go through this and, and trial and error and all that and experiment just to, to, to share the lessons that I've learned and tell those stories. I've, but the language that they use, like. Yeah, that has been my life, actually. Really? Uh-huh. Well, more recent, before I was just going through all the shit, recently I've been learning the lessons. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, Synthesis. Channel synthesis is. And I relate to Hermit more than I should. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first one is usually what we see more like we see ourselves. Like, so, like, the Hermit is something you would probably connect to more because it's. Mm you see yourself the opportunist is how the world sees you so it might seem feel a little and same thing with the martyr heretic which again terrible names but you might feel more connected to the martyr side um synthesis wanting to be needed to give support or needing to be wanted to be supported is critical to your happiness that's what the book says mm. needing, needing to um, be your potential gift is to be recognized as someone who can always balance practicality and fairness i'm not sure how this relates to the root um yeah you could go deep down the rabbit hole just on that one thing yeah yeah and some of the, like this book, this is like a textbook. So the language is very like dense. <laughs> so some of the, and it's it's written by the, the founder who he liked vocabulary. So he, <laughs> and he liked using really big words. So some of this is like, I have to look up in different books to <laughs> understand it better. He has like a whole library of human design books. I love it. I, know. <laughs> I need the second grade edition so I can understand. Human that. design for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. Does that <laughs> book exist? <laughs> they do have like that book for everything. Yeah. Yeah. And Hannah, your two channels are emoting and concentration. Hmm. I feel like I have. I um, can't concentrate. So that is connects. Oh yeah, that connects your sacral to your root. And the sacral is all about um, the battery. That's your life force energy. That's your that's your battery. That's what keeps you going. Um, 
and your root is like that feeling of like um restlessness like you wanting to get up and do and, and having this like it's it's a um what do they call it oh, i'm drawing a blank it's like you get urges from the root and like trying to complete blank. well because i i think i as i'm doing this garden job or farm job i feel like i'm connecting more to my root than ever before because it's just grounding yeah which I feel like is lighting me up in all different ways that I haven't been before, like giving me more motivation and concentration. I was just going to say, do you find yourself able to focus and have concentration when you're at your garden job? Oh my God. Yeah. So you can focus. I can, I guess. Just, it's no, just, when it's just not, not lighting you up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's so funny. When you're satisfied, huh? When I'm satisfied, I can concentrate. It's funny. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> I know, I'll never forget when I was talking, I was giving a reading to someone who had the open um, crown and mind, like you do, Hannah. And she was saying to me, um, I said, you know, you have thoughts that probably just like come pouring in and it's like, you know, this just faucet of stuff that just, you know, it just feels like it's always pouring in. And she, we talked about it a little bit and then fast forward a few minutes and she says to me, so wait, when I'm overthinking, and I said, you're not overthinking. That's just your open crown. You're not overthinking. You think you're overthinking because that's what you've been told, but you're not. Yeah. So, so like, don't prevent that. Like, let it come. Because you don't mm -hmm. know what, nuggets might be in there <laughs> that are dropping in don't stop that well even like I so like I said I keep getting you know random texts from people who want breath work so I have a new client this coming Saturday and so this past weekend I woke up and finally like I try to do my little morning routine you know breath work meditation journaling my cup of tea, whatever. And sometimes I get one of those things. Sometimes I get all of them. So this past Sunday, I was like, all right, like, I'm doing all this stuff. And so much was downloading. And like, it, it was also like, all of a sudden I had all of like his playlist that I'm making for him for, for Saturday. Like I had, it's like, I open, it's like, I woke up with this vision of like birds and I know he's a bird person. Like he actually likes taking pictures of birds. Like that's, he, that's like his thing. And so I was like, Oh, well, that makes sense. And so when I was listening, I was just randomly listening to music. I wasn't even looking at the album cover and I was like, oh, he's going to love this song. And I look at it. It's a picture of like a flock of birds, like flying in the sky. I was like, oh my God. And then he friends me on Facebook and his picture is a flying, like a bird flying. It looks exactly like the album cover. I'm like, oh my God, like all these things just started downloading. It had all these like messages that I want to give, to say to him during his breath. Work. Like all these things just started landing. And I was like, this is going to be so perfect for him. And like, but not doesn't happen all the time. But when it does, it's it's so it's like a river of thought and ideas. Awesome. So it's not all the time. So that's why I'm really excited that it's I'm getting back to that by balancing yeah. out my root. That's awesome. I'm at. Good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> that is fine. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to the Deeper Awareness Podcast, where the journey of self-discovery and inner growth continues to unfold. We hope this episode has ignited a spark within you and inspired you to embrace a more conscious and authentic existence by looking within. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe and stay tuned for upcoming episodes where we'll continue to explore the transformative power of breathwork and emotional healing. Continue the conversation and stay connected with us on Instagram. Follow at Deeper Awareness Podcast to receive daily inspiration, valuable tips, and updates on our latest episodes and offerings. We'd love to hear your thoughts and insights from today's show, so feel free to share them in the comments below or tag us in your posts. Your engagement and feedback mean the world to us as we strive to continue to create content that resonates and empowers our incredible community. Together, we can continue exploring the depths of consciousness, fostering genuine connections, and supporting each other on our transformative journeys. This episode is brought to you by You Belong Breathwork, your destination for transformative healing and self-discovery. At You Belong Breathwork, we believe in the power of breath to unlock the deepest parts of ourselves, leading to profound insights and a greater sense of connection and belonging. Whether you're seeking emotional healing, a deeper connection with yourself, or a path to authenticity, our breathwork sessions, retreats, and coaching programs are designed to guide you on this transformative journey. Our experienced facilitators are here to hold space for you as you explore the depths of your consciousness and discover the infinite potential within. Visit youbelongbreathwork.com to explore our offerings and download a free guided breathwork session. Thank you for being a part of our deeper awareness community. Stay connected, stay curious, and may you embrace your true essence with love and compassion. Goodbye for now and see you in the next episode.